this episode, we talk about it all. And the first and second segments are kind of chaotic, kind of loud, kind of just everywhere, like the other episode today. But again, third segment, I bring it home. And I like this episode. I like the third segment. It it feels good. It feels right. So um, I'm happy about it. I'm really grateful that you guys are listening. I'm thankful you guys are listening. And I appreciate it. It's cool. It's really cool. What am I doing? What are we doing? We're in downtown Salt Lake City right now. Save it for the morning, boys. Well, we're a little bit more awake here. And we have some purpose. We have, um... We sent everybody... Hey, the last episode... We shared our cash app. And we talked about a song. Well, I mentioned a song in the description of last ep- the last episode of how before this all happened, before this all of this happened, before it turned into a huge mess, the one thing that I was looking forward to, the one the only goal that I had at that point in April besides paying for my car and rent and stuff and surviving Besides all that, which I thought was covered, and it wasn't, was I was going to write a song called Hey Babe, I Cash App You on Monday. And I've mentioned this song before in previous episodes, but Hey Babe, I Cash App You on Monday was a one-hit wonder that I was going to write about. It's just like the target audience, kids with Cash App, teens, all the way up to adults, uh, retired aged, full head of gray haired old men. What are my problems? What are the things that I have to worry about? Oh, my one hit wonder that I wrote, recorded, produced. Yeah. All on my own. Oh, that, that didn't turn out to be such a one hit wonder after all. Oh no. Well, not a waste of time. So what? Looks like we got some crooked-ass cops coming up behind us. You know, these cops have driven past once before already. Probably about uh, 30 minutes ago. Like, yeah, nobody likes police around here. Nobody likes police around here. But it was a different time for me. Just three short months ago. Three long-ass agonizing months ago. Agonizing months. Three months ago. Three of them. But it was, hey, babe, I cash up you on Monday. That was going to be the song. That's all I had to worry about. And now, uh, worrying about eating, worrying about uh, shelter, food, clothing, shelter. Oh, basic, oh, basic necessities, what? Yeah, things I didn't really consider before. Because they were bait, they, yeah, because I had them acquired already. I don't know this song. I don't know what this dude's listening to. Doesn't say, it's, it's alright. Yeah. No, there's a crooked ass cop again. Oh, is it parking over there? No, the cops don't even know what they're doing. Well, because you have these police that want to be vice cops. 
at, they'll stop at nothing. And, and the reason why they want to be vice cops or, well, who knows why they want to be vice cops? Hollywood, maybe. Who knows? But they'll go so far as to, like, plant uh, evidence that shouldn't be planted on people. And they'll pretend, like, because they want to be on this organization or this department so bad, they'll do anything at anyone's expense. And it's the same kind of corruption, the same sort of like dishonesty and thievery that exists here in, on, this, on the downtown streets, except it's within police departments. Here it comes, rounding the corner again. Like they're just so hell-bent on like writing tickets and trying to not help people, catch people in the act. Uh, it's just, it's so... It's obvious to me, like, what they're trying to do here. And they probably think I'm quote-unquote suspicious by just sitting here in my car. But, like, the, the real suspicious thing to me is this SUV, this police SUV, just driving around, uh, eyeballing everybody, trying to, like, find... No, trying to create or manufacture, um, an, like, a non-existent... Uh, crime or non-existent I don't know it, it's basically like e-commerce and uh, promoted listings you have to throttle you you have to well, anyway you guys know what I'm saying nobody's doing anything wrong necessarily that's just walking along the street you're not gonna catch anyone doing anything like wrong no one's getting stabbed and no one's getting shot right now so to drive around, like, expecting to catch someone in the act of, like, a violent crime, it's... and you're scrutinizing every, so everyone's a suspect, it, it's just wrong. It's not the right approach. What would be really helpful is if, instead of, instead of pointing fingers and, and locking people up, if they came by and they're like, hey, you want some money? You want to check? You want free? You want some free money? You want to go buy some food? I'd be like, hell yeah, man! Thanks for helping. Thanks for uh, protecting and serving. But it's not like that. So I just saw—I don't know—some. It was it's somebody sit down on this little curb, and out of nowhere, this dude just shows up and like starts putting his arm around her and stuff. So I don't know if they're friends or what. The situation is but he seems pretty touchy-feely now it looks like they know each other but like yeah it's that's about all i'm seeing as far as crime goes around here but the cops just keep circling around cops keep circling around trying to find something no i wouldn't say i miss the winter but i just miss that time i miss um being able to buy food and shit, man. Yeah, this dude seems pretty lonely. <laughs> He's like pretty pushy. Dude, I always see like an ambulance over here too. Maybe this will be the cover art. The photo. But there's always like an ambulance, there's always a fire truck, there's always just something like some sort of drama unfolding.
at this place. Always people, always people yelling that this dude's ticked. Like this dude's kicking this entrance sign. Lots of stuff going on over here, man. You know, that reminds me, when he kicked that entrance sign, this entrance sign over here. Last year, I was uh, having some issues. I was having some difficulties with life. I don't know, two years ago, two years ago. It was last August, or sorry, August of 2020. And I was in downtown Salt Lake City, minding my own freaking business. Let's get a photo of this, hold on. not bad. I was at Pioneer Park in Salt Lake City in August of 2020 and I was just walking through the park. I was just walking through the park. It was late, yeah, but I think I was charging my car or something. Kind of like what's happening now. Just out for a walk downtown. Right now it's not late. Good God. Yeah, we're here. Good God. Yeah, the $8 quesadillas are back over that way. The other one, there's a, um, I think a lower priced one, it's 650, I think. But, yeah. And we told someone we'd come back. So we're walking back. And we'll see where the rest of the night takes us here. Because whenever like I bring, I guess, provisions to give, I never see anybody, I never run into people, and then the times that I don't, it's like everyone needs something, you know? I guess we're gonna try a different loca locale, location. Well, actually, hang on. Can you guys hear that buzzing? Overhead? I'm sure it's healthy. There's a giant RV over here too. I'm sure that's like nice to live in. Yeah, I think we're gonna go cruise downtown. See what it has to offer us. But dude, this is a rough place over here, man. This is tough times. I took a photo. It's either gonna be, the cover art's either gonna be the, like a fire truck and stuff or Kind of this downtown, disheveled, broke down. Anyway, it's freaking tough gig over here, man. Tough times for all. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> Right, all right, we're 
moving locales. Moving locations. What a mess. What a mess. Let me try and do an NPR. I can try and do an NPR. Yeah. The calamity and clutter along the gutter of Salt Lake City streets were too much to bear at times. We'd always introduce ourselves as the same name. Never a last name, always the first. Everyone went by their first name down here. Everyone. Went by their first name. Nobody cared about your last name and nobody wanted to talk more than you needed to. Nobody wanted to hear everything that you had to say and everyone had a sob story. And no one was willing to stick their neck, necks out to make sure that you had a more comfortable bed to sleep in tonight. Because why should they? Why should anyone care? If their bed was less comfortable than yours, why do they want you to sleep in a more comfortable one when they don't even have a comfortable place to sleep in themselves? That's kind of, I don't know. It, all right, I, I can keep trying, I can keep trying. I'll keep trying. The sun was barely starting to set. You knew the people on the bikes. You knew, you knew which ones were which. Who was helping? Who was deceiving? Who was honest? And who were liars? I don't know, I feel kind of bad because, like, in all seriousness, to break away from NPR, I feel kind of bad. Because this dude's just on the corner, and I don't think he knows some of these people. And, like, just makes me a little bit uncomfortable um, seeing the interactions, that's all. But hey, what, hey. I'm not saying anything, I'm not saying anything. But it seems like he's trying to take advantage of people. It seems like he's trying to, like he's looking, he's like a predator, really. And I, I don't particularly like that terminology and I don't particularly use it very often. But it does make me uncomfortable like seeing these interactions. Well, I guess we're gonna, we're not gonna go downtown or, or we're not gonna go venture deeper into downtown. I think we're just gonna head back for now. Yeah, and take care of these nanny lights the old fashioned way. And I wouldn't say it's a bust. I wouldn't say it's a total bust, but it hasn't been very productive and it hasn't been all that exciting. I mean, if anything, it's just been really uh, like, discouraging and not so much fun. We headed back east. We were going back home. What we called our home. I was very tempted to stop by Domino's to order a Domino's pizza, but I figured I'd just wait. After the last episode where I published my Cash App handle my cash app name i was expecting the money to just start rolling in non-stop i, I was expecting the money i was expe <laughs> i was expecting to buy a house a few hours after the episode had aired and no payments were received i was pissed i was pissed at my audience 
I was pissed. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not pissing my audience. I love my audience. I love my fans tuning in at home. No, hey, no, it's all good. There's a freaking crooked cop again. I'm gonna give him some extra time to get lost. Well, I just see too many cops around here. There's too many police and it's not cool. It's not, it doesn't help. Well, it would help if they'd take a look at that creep over there, back there at the corner, who's like, honestly, like a predator. He sees anyone of the female species walking by and he starts going over and talking to them. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they know each other, so I'm not gonna, but some of them will yell back, like, don't talk to me. And he kind of looks like a creep, so. Well, he looks like he has a misunderstanding as far as culture goes around, like American culture. It looks like he's misunderstanding fundamentally how to interact with women. Let me tell you a little something about women. No, really, he's being kind of forward, it seems, and whatever, hey. We're gonna go back, probably downtown tonight, so don't worry about it. Dude, I just honked at this dude who was gonna just hit a group of like three people. Like I was trying to purposely slow down Man, it's terrifying sometimes. Just some of the, like, you just never know. In the, in the blink of an eye, in an instant, your entire life can be changed just in a crossing walk. And I, I slowed down. I was hoping the guy next to me would see me slowing down and start to slow down too. Like, oh, what's he slowing down for? It must be some people in the crosswalk. And he's not. He just keeps going. And, like, the trajectory was perfect. He was going to nail these people walking across the sidewalk. Or the crosswalk. So I start honking, the person next to me starts honking, and finally he starts hitting the brakes, and it's just, man, like, the crosswalk, your whole life, one second in the crosswalk, and it's just someone's in a hurry, you're not paying attention. For what? I'm not trying to be a hero here. I'm, I'm not. That's not the goal, is to, like, go out and white knight society. It's not. That's not what I'm trying to do at all whatsoever. But it's like, if you're not paying attention and or if there's, there's a creep on the corner, like, just pay someone needs to I don't know. Be careful when you're in the crosswalk. Don't put your heads down in a crosswalk. Never put your head down in a crosswalk. No matter how awkward it might feel. Always keep your head up and make sure to look around, observe your surroundings. All right, do we have any noodles in the studio? Do we have anything to eat, please? Let's go inside and take a look. We know, I know we don't have any milk, but we can always be mindful, always be mindful. Now, if I can get two pizzas though, if I can somehow coordinate two pizzas, I'm gonna get two pizzas and we're gonna go back downtown and we're gonna give a pizza away and we're gonna eat an entire pizza for ourselves too. Probably have to call up my brother, hit my brother. No, not my rapper. Yeah, I think we're gonna hit up the old uh, metal recycling place tomorrow morning. Turn in all these beer cans that we have. Clean this place up. Now, I should have known better with this market today. July 5th? I should, I totally should have. It was dumb of me. It was dumb. Careless, careless mistake, careless whisper. We found some saltines. We found some saltines. 
Well, it's called Hey Babe by Cash App. It was a one-hit one. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Well, <clears throat> OfferUp has proved to be fruitless as far as selling products online through e-commerce. You guys want to do like an aluminum, aluminum? You guys want to do an aluminum pitch? You guys want to try and sell some aluminum cans? I'm not even really have to sell. Aluminum's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, aluminum is worth its weight in gold, if you haven't noticed. We're gonna do a little time flies while time flies, but we're, we're gonna switch it up a little bit. We're gonna do a little bit of a time flies while time flies. The aluminum, excuse me, the aluminum collection. Now, when it comes to collecting aluminum cans, if you're low on cash, I can't say that I ever have, but if you're low on cash, you can collect a bunch of cans, take it to the recycling place or wherever you take it. Again, I've never done this. And get money. They'll weigh those cans out. They'll pay you freaking money. Now look, we found some saltines in the cupboard. So we're gonna be all right for a couple days. We distributed our, our cash app name on various, on our web, our freaking podcast. So we're good there. Um, and now we're just gonna tie some flies. Well, time flies, well, time flies with bling. Now let me tell you a little something about these cans. We've got quite, quite a handful of aluminum cans here. Now I know, I know you might be looking for money. I know you might want money, but check this out. These aluminum cans here, they're, they're better than money. Aluminum prices are going through the roof. The appreciation, the value of these cans. Look, you might not get $20 for these cans today, but if you hang on to these cans in the shopping cart for as long as you can, you might be able to sell them for $22, $23. That's a $3 investment that sort of <clears throat> those types of profits look do you want to buy the cans or not do you want to buy the look i got i got some other people that are interested in these cans these aluminum cans right now do you want to buy them if you don't want to buy them i gotta go i got other people that want to buy them if you don't want to buy them i'll find somebody else where where do you okay it's a good question where do you take these cans to how do you recycle them how do you get 23 dollars out of them not worth 20 now you gotta you gotta invest you gotta save you gotta save up these aluminum cans are, are not ordinary actually on second thought they're actually pretty ordinary what's what i don't like about the sales pitch is that i'm trying to talk people into like hoarding these aluminum cans so that's why it's not going to work what was that comedian's name brian is it Brian Dugan? Brian Deegan? Wasn't it? He had this one bit where he goes, I've been eating crackers and sand. Is it Brian Regan? I'm not sure. But he has a good bit. He has something about a crab, too. Well, we didn't really have any natty light, but we're going to play at downtown again. We're playing at the park first and go downtown. But first, just a little something to help me go. Well, they're lyrics from the band, Mindless Self-Indulgence. I believe the song's called Prescription. I'm the doctor, I'm the patient, 
Don't forget that, it's important. If you love me like I love me, everybody will be sorry. I don't need nothing before the show. I don't need nothing, no that's not so. Because I need something before the show, just a little something to help me go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, know what I want. It's a good song, it's a good band. We're, we're headed back out. I know, just a little break. Yeah, hey, take a little break. All right. Let's go. I definitely wanted to get another show published tonight. And why not? Like, just talk about it. I got some other B-sides too that I need to publish. I'm almost wondering if I should just substitute some of those with this last segment, this last third segment and really get it going long. You know, we might do that. It might take some editing, but I think we might just make this one a little, little freaking grab bag. But I said, I, I told myself earlier today, don't trade with that money, buy a pizza instead. And what do I do? I trade with the money. And what could I go for right now? What, what do I feel like? A freaking pizza. I feel like a freaking cheese pizza. Now, do you guys remember Pizzagate? That was a pretty heated conversation for anyone who didn't know about Pizzagate. And the only reason why, I mean, the topic is one thing, but like, that's a heated, that can get out of control real fast. And there's a lot of different theories and there's a lot of different facts involved. I will say that that place though had kind of a creep down, it just had a, something about it. But I also get the sensationalism and just having things get out of control as far as you know, what's true, what's not, what's speculation, what's fact. We have a little bit of money. We've been trying to beg for money here <laughs> with no luck, it seems. The part I hate most about all of this is like renting scooters and paying impound fees and like paying all this extra money that I didn't have to pay and then now I'm totally broke and it's like, damn it. Way to go, man. Like, way to go. And everyone, I mean, with good reason, everyone has their reasons, I'm sure, to be suspicious. Of like, whoa, what's he asking? What does he, what does he need money for? He's a grown-ass man. What's he trying to ask us for money for? Well, let's go back and listen. Go back to April 16th and listen. Like this thing turned into such a mess. I know I, I know I repeat the same thing over and over, but this thing really has turned into quite a mess. And I, my freaking hands are tied here. I, I can't do anything, I can't win. No, I did not start a Patreon page, but my cash app is on the last episode. It's right there, Skymaster5. Skymaster5, send me some like, freaking cash app. No, I don't know. I just woke up in a panic after the last episode, and or during that last episode, the third segment. Wake up in a panic, all sweaty, all nervous. It's like I had some sort of nightmarish dream. And it sucks because 
I'll wake up from a nightmare, like into a nightmare. The same thing happened back in May when I sold that computer. I was like having panic attacks and stuff. And here we are two months later, it's just right back to it. Sweaty, nervous, anxious, asking people for help and asking, it's no good, it doesn't work. Late fees, reconnect fees. know what to say I never ever 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 envisioned or visualized myself pictured myself being in this situation and struggling in the way that I am but what how do you get out of it I'm looking I'm open for answers besides don't tell me to get a job because we're trying to do that we're working on doing that. It's not really been help, helping at all. It's not, it hasn't been fruitful. We haven't been able to find gainful employment just yet. It would be nice to get some freaking pizzas around here. It's not the most exciting podcast. I realize that. I know. But it's real. It's in your face. It's real. It's raw. store buying some milk instead for tonight just going to sleep yeah the store closes in 45 minutes we might just go we might just go do that instead buy a half gallon of milk we'll buy like a 40 of beer and let's see how much would that even be and then we'll probably have like five dollars left over for freaking something pizza maybe who knows but it really does suck to get here to get to this point in life, this pinnacle, like the pinnacle of success. And then here we are, just no money, no food, stressing out about a place to live now and who knows what's gonna happen there. Who knows what's gonna happen there. We're back over at the quesadilla place, they charge $8 for quesadilla. Over here around this corner, I doubt he's still there, but at one point, at one point, there was this dude, he looked like Tom Petty. He looked exactly like Tom Petty. And he was in a tent. I just felt so bad for him because like everyone was trying to rip his, like everyone was trying to rip him off. Because he was like older and slow and, yeah, I don't know man. Tough times for everybody. For everybody, for everyone involved. But it's not bad, it's downtown, Salt Lake City. Just ruins. Everything's closed down, everything's closed up. Shop. Well, the thing is, like, everyone's trying to make it here. Like, everyone's struggling. Some more than others. But it's not easy. Like, this is not easy here in life. Like, this... The situation that the United States has found itself in, has dug itself into, similar to mine, where once you're in this hole, and you're in this predicament, and everyone kind of has this opinion of you, or a skepticism, um, it's not so much a mistrust or a distrust, it's, it's a skepticism. 
it's a open skepticism. I wouldn't say it's really welcomed, but it's there. I'm gonna just go past, take a ride. It's there, it exists, everyone's skeptical, everyone's like, suspicious. And there's no way you can shake that until you prove to the world, unless, until you prove to others, like, what's really, the, what the real story is. And for me, the same as the United States, as an American, as a US citizen, it's like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I have something to prove, I think. I have a lot to offer, but it's just getting my foot in the door there. And when I already have all this, like, uh, animosity and, and like, resentment towards the system as it is for putting me here, like, for getting me here or contributing to whether or not I would have got here on my own, it sucks, dude. Like, this is too much. People shouldn't have to have to go through and endure this. That's why it's always it always comes back to eBay. It always comes back to eBay's bullshit. Cause, hey, if I would have got myself in this hole on my own, fantastic, wonderful, way to go, Blink. That's no problem. That's not an issue. But getting here, trying to avoid it thanks to somebody else that's the that's the issue here and it's what's wrong with everything in the world today like i understand different styles of writing when it comes to trying to persuade or influence somebody into having an opinion politically but you can attack whatever economic structure that that nation has that nationality has so capitalism if you wanted to just try and undermine uh, a political system, you could attack capitalism and start going at it. And, and everyone from there just assumes that you're oh, left-wing communist. Yeah, global warming, left-wing communist, waste of money. And I would argue like the biggest issue with that is like I'm not really a communist or I, I, don't, I don't know the answers. I don't, um, but I, I have a lot of solutions. I'm an ideas guy like Jeff Goldblum, like we said in previous podcasts, previous episodes. So I can come up with a bunch of different ideas and I can criticize a lot of the scenarios that we have right now, the scenario that I found myself in right now. I can be very critical of eBay for getting me here, for contributing to my failures. Paul Pressler, what a freaking joke. It's a lot easier to not care about yourself and criticize others like, I don't know, man. Whoa, there's a bunch of fireworks back there. Like, I, I'm super critical of myself and the mistakes that I've made and the choices that I've made and the situation that I'm in right now. Like, I blame, I can try to blame myself as much as I can, but it just doesn't work. Because I know. Because I know. There's nothing I could have done differently here. 
besides not count on something I had counted on for two decades prior. Something that worked before and doesn't work anymore. Freaking absolutely corrupt and crooked. I'm texting people, I'm trying to put my cash app handle out there in the world. I was expecting, I was expecting to buy a house with that money. Why haven't you people bought me a home yet? No, I think we'll park over here. I still need to go to the store. I still need to get some milk. But hey, we went downtown. We didn't buy any pizza, unfortunately, not yet. Hoping to hear back from somebody. Hoping to get some money here. Come on, hey, hey come on. Cash app, get it. We, we both get $5 actually. Um, message me, send me a message. And uh, we can both get five bucks out of it if you sign up. If you haven't used Cash App yet, sign up, use me, use my code. I don't know what my code is, just freaking sign up and freaking send some money over, will ya? I use this analogy a lot, but when you're a kid, when you're like a second grader, you don't expect to see your life in shambles or in ruin. You expect to at least have some success. You expect to have some money to eat and whatnot. Back in January when I got sick, when I think I caught Omicron, someone dropped off some uh, saltine crackers or like, cause I couldn't eat. I was starving, but I didn't want to eat. And so yeah, it's got those crackers came in handy. Wind, remember in the summertime I did like a funeral for a friend, Welsh band appreciation episode. I'm not going to pretend that I know all the answers to all these questions. There's nothing here but a wasteland. Well, let's not last the night. <clears throat> I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast because it's, it's really a glimpse into like the true horrors of greed and the individual effects it can have on a person. Um, Collectively, like that's a lot of misery. That's a lot of people affected through the actions of one company, through one corporation. Um, their inability to accept failure. I know what that's like. I can relate. I can totally relate. It sucks. Like, it sucks. But you can't steal from people. Individuals, you can't. Why doesn't eBay go and try and rip off Amazon or something? Like, why don't they go do that instead? Get some like healthy competition. Why target individuals who can't speak English? Because that's who they're targeting. That's who eBay's targeting. That's why you haven't heard about it as much. Is because they're targeting people without a voice. They're targeting like minorities. They are. It's true. Absolutely. Like I, I will always have second thoughts when I, before I post one of these episodes, I'll always be like, you know what, Bling, maybe it's, maybe that's a little much. And sometimes it is. Sometimes it, it truly is too much to, to listen to, to, to try and just like endure this podcast sometimes. But five years from now, 
Let's just do the interview question. Where do you see yourself five, five years from now? And for me, I don't know. Hopefully successful, hopefully having enough money for food and shelter, right? Um, just not all stressed out all the time. Like that's, that's it. That's my basic goal. But I also want to be able to like convey to others like that I understand their difficulties and the trials that they might be going through. Um, other clients or other just situ just a situational type of awareness that isn't inauthentic. It's not. It's not false. And it's not fake. And if anyone wants proof, it's like, okay, then go back to 4th of July, 2022. Go and listen to the Bling Vera podcast. But you're, you're freaking Bling Vera. Like, okay, all right, all right, yeah, it's me. Okay, I'll sign it. All right, I'll sign that. Well, you got some more merch? I'll sign that, yeah. I'll gladly, I'll happily sign that. But it's not... Like, I'll be coming from a position and a viewpoint that, yes, I understand what you're going through. And I'm sorry, it's difficult. And really, like, I will do whatever I can to help others. I saw this, and I guess it's like a halfway house type thing, or I don't, but... It was like, um, it's called Project Reality. And it's going to be kind of, it, it's the cover art of this episode, which I'm going to not do the sirens. I'm not going to do, it didn't end up being a very good picture. The picture I'm going to use is sort of like this broke down, run down building right next to Project Reality. And I've only heard of Project Reality, reality today. I haven't applied there, but the location where it's at, I thought, yeah, this is, this is a good spot. Like I could make a difference here if I, if I could get hired on or do some administrative thing, like I really could make a difference here because it's, it's coming from a different perspective. It's not coming from someone who hasn't experienced it or is unaware of what it's like to have nothing or to have everything taken away from you. Like a lot of those people have on the street there that probably come into that Project Reality Clinic. And I think just having somewhere like, hey, I understand, like, I really understand what you, what you're going through here. It's not easy. It's tough. And if some patronizing guy at Project Reality came to me and I was trying to get some help for addiction or trying to get off the street or whatever. Like, what the... Like, this guy doesn't know. Like, he's just saying that. He's just saying that to, like, comfort, make me feel better. Hey, maybe it does, but it's patronizing. I wish you'd just leave me alone. Like, what do you know about it? What do you know about any of this? Go back and listen to 4th of July, 2022, Bling Vera Podcast.
Like, we all know freedom isn't free. And we all know it takes work, it takes effort to be, to get success, to gain notoriety, to, to be respected in the community, you know, to be recognized, appreciated. There was 15 different motives that you can appeal to that, that humans have. And for me, the, the need to aggress is huge. It's huge for me. Prominence is another one that's huge for me. The, the, another, uh, the need for prominence. But I also noticed there was another one, the need to escape. Aggress, prominence, and escape. Those are my three Oh, aesthetic appeal, I think, too. So my four. You have to have, like, an art artistic appeal to things. And, um, you see, like, the beauty in art and appreciate it. Uh, the artist and the piece of work itself. Piece of artwork itself. Those are my four probably biggest influences here. But I would not even have explored any of that any of those ideas, any of this jargon, any of, any of it. I wouldn't be talking to you right now about project reality in downtown Salt Lake City and like where there's like just people on the street right there. It, that had zero appeal to me before all this happened. Zero, none. You couldn't pay me enough. I wouldn't work there. I, I don't wanna work there. I wanna be successful and make a lot of money. So no, I don't wanna waste my time trying to help others off the street with help themselves. Like, maybe that's selfish, maybe that's cold, maybe it's disconnected. Like, I've been through enough as it is through my life, though I was just like, I want to be successful, I want to make money, I'm done with that shit. And then I'm on the ground, trying to catch my breath. grabbing my ribs people are kicking me and then there's ebay look who shows up it's ebay and they start kicking me too while i'm already on the ground like kicking me while i'm down already it's like you guys you guys have got to be kidding me this shit right now of all the times of all the times for you guys to pull this shit you're gonna do it right now when I have everything riding on it, you guys are gonna do it now. After 20 years, you guys are gonna do this shit. And we talked about No Country for Old Men, Anton Chigar, in that coin toss scene, which is an intense scene, man. That's an intense freaking scene. That guy is terrified. The cashier, he is terrified. He's like, I gotta close up the store, I gotta close up. What time do you close? Now. Now is not a time. You don't know what you're talking about. It's it's intense, man. And the villain, Anton, he says, What's the most you've ever lost in a coin toss? The guy's so terrified he can't even Sir, what? Excuse me, huh? What? Said, What's the most you've ever lost in a coin toss? Flips the coin, call it. The guy's like, well, I can't call it if I don't know what I'm going to lose or what I stand to win. He's like, you stand to win everything. So call it. And it's that just that game of chance that just, you're going to pull this on me right now. When I have everything riding on it, you're going to do this shit to me and hold my, the money that I was expecting, you're going to hold it for however long you say.
dude, that's not, that's not cool. That's unacceptable. But the more this starts to this, the more that this continues to fall apart and the more that I continue to suffer and have to ask for money, cash app on the last episode, like that's too much, man. That that's, you've crossed the line. Like whether or not I make it to San Jose a week from now, two weeks from now, a month from now, I'm going to get there. They're going to hear about it, and so are a lot of other people. They're going to hear about it, and I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make sure that it doesn't happen to others. I'm going to do whatever I can to voice my opinion against it so other people don't have to experience the same misery that I've been experiencing for three months now. Three months tomorrow. April 6th. So I sold the computer. I'm sending messages to my brother, saying, hey man, like, look, I know, you know I'm good for it, like, come on. Can you help me out? I'm kind of hungry. And no reply, he's busy. He's a changed man. He got married and he's a different person. He is, he's, he's a good person now. Like, he's a, I mean, he's always been an older brother, bigger brother. He's always had that role, and it's always been there. I wouldn't say he's ever, like, downplayed it or not participated in it. But once he got married in October, which inspired me to quit my job and started this whole roller coaster of success and failure, um, once he got married, it was... He started to care. And... I would text him something, and he'd follow up, and, like, you know, are you good? you need anything? you want to come stay at my place? We got an extra room. You know, you come stay here. Like, I always forget that that exists, and, like, it's a little distance away, sure. I don't know if my car can make it, but, like, I'll be on the street, but I won't be on the street street just yet still, and, that's comforting man and it just goes to show like a woman or a, a spouse a partner can really change the other and really influence them in a positive way really because he's a better person because of her that that's like i'm not exaggerating they don't know about this podcast so here's a helicopter I'm not trying to kiss ass and say, hey, I made an episode about you. You should listen to it. Give me some cash out money. Give me some money. I know I'm capable here. And if I'm on the street not making any money, I can still make a difference. If I'm, like, on the street, I know I can influence others to, to like, believe in themselves at least and, and motivate just others just to have a little bit of hope, be good to people inspire others or try to like sure my trading was off today I got it sloppy at the end of the day on Friday like a genius um, that for me is discouraging but like that's me when it comes to others and their struggles and their failures like I I can get pretty down on myself pretty hard on myself a lot but with others 
it's not that way. I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to, at least usually, <laughs> yeah, usually trying to help them up, unless they're the ones that are interfering or potentially interfering. Or I, I make mistakes too. No one's perfect. I get mad too when people cross paths in the wrong way and cause problems. It just doesn't feel fair. I want to like stress that and reiterate that as much as I can. The whole point, the whole purpose of me attacking eBay and trying to single-handedly expose that corrupt company for what it is and for what it's doing, that's just not because I woke up one morning and thought it was a good idea. But it was their malicious intent. It was their... It was intentional infliction of emotional distress. It caused a domino effect of, of misery that's like depression, anxiety, panic attacks for three months now, for three freaking months, and nothing, no relief. No extra, no damages, no anything. No, sorry, we made a mistake. Sorry, we didn't mean to keep your money that long. Looks like we made a mistake. Looks like those items weren't stolen or whatever the hell. Looks like you do speak English pretty well. You got lumped into the wrong net here. We caught the wrong fish. Like, yeah, you did, you messed up. This shouldn't happen to anybody, let alone like me, but like nobody. This, this type of behavior, this type of like excuses, this uh, not being accountable, lying, and and still pretending like you're this viable company that's like a, even a tech company to boot. Like it's, I think there's the discouraging aspect of things is, is partially contributed to that. It's like, I see the truth. I know what I experienced. I know what I went through. I can relate to what others are going through, what others have been through, and they're just chugging along, pretending like it's fine, like like they're not ruining people's lives. It, it just, it really makes me sick, that type of behavior, that type of corruption, that type of company for like profits on Wall Street or earnings reports, quarterly earnings announcements, whatever. It's, it kind of comes back to like the communist capitalist thing. It's like, which one's worse? Which one, which one do you prefer? One that's going to just lie and steal and cheat and do whatever they can to get to the top at anyone else's expense, especially if you don't speak English. Yeah, in prison, the highest percentage of the population compared to other countries. And it's, under the guise of freedom and not authoritarian, an authoritarian regime. It's capitalism, it's freedom. Freedom isn't free. And now we gotta go to war in Europe and Eastern Europe, just because. There's injustices in the world. We have to go take care of them. We have to go make sure, we have to go fight for freedom somewhere else. Like, well, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but eBay kind of <laughs> interfered with my freedoms. 
Does anyone want to do anything about that? Could, could any, uh, before you guys go to Ukraine and Russia, do you think maybe we could look at this little issue that I'm having here at home first with capitalism and um, greed, corporate greed and the stock market and everything, freedoms? It's like, okay, Blingy, left-wing nut. Okay, all right. It's like, well, you guys have fun fighting your wars abroad. I'm just going to be waiting in the breadline over here. I hope you guys enjoy that earnings call on May 5th for eBay when it went down over 10%. Uh, yeah, I hope that was worth stealing my money and, and ruining my life. Thank you. Uh, the, probably the most crucial time in my entire life, just the absolute worst timing in my entire life, and I'm an old man. Couldn't have been any worse. So congratulations on that. But it's had a, pr a profound effect on me, absolutely. I want to help others. And it's not about salaries anymore so much, kind of. As long as I have enough for food and a home, pay my cell phone bill and whatever late fees I keep on incurring, impound fees, as long as I can make enough to cover those losses and those damages, I'll be fine doing whatever, but especially helping people out of, out of this hole that I found myself in. Going over to the other net, the crab, the crab pots. We're supposed to be catching crabs here. We got these yellow, brightly colored fish I've never seen before out of season. Shouldn't belong in those crab cages. But they got caught anyway, wrong place, wrong time. That's who I want to help. That's what I want to do. If it's through customer experience and analysis and IT security, hey, that's excellent too. Because that way I can have a little bit more control on like, yeah, that's that person's guilty. I might have a little bit more say in certain things when people are questioning whether or not something is legal or harmful I think I could pr probably chime in with some good uh, input and insight like I know people downtown now I can walk downtown and I'll run into somebody I know who recognizes me and I recognize them from downtown to behind the fairgrounds Jordan River, networking, reaching out, because everyone's gonna, pandering to registered voters is one thing, but when the number of homeless people outnumbers registered voters, you're gonna want to appeal to the homeless. You're gonna want the homeless to register to vote. You're gonna want the homeless to be able to do it in a way that's doesn't compromise their freedom. It doesn't get them in trouble. There's no ID checks and stuff. A voter registration card and you vote. I think I, I don't really wanna weigh in too much here at the end of this one about like felonies and 
whether or not people should be able to vote or not, uh, depending on certain issues or certain infractions that they've made. So that's one thing, and I, I realize you have to check IDs and do everything there, but politicians, chairmen, board chairs, um, CEOs, but mainly politicians. They care about registered voters. The same way crooked lawyers that go straight to hell, like all of them, only care about billable hours. It's billable hours for lawyers, registered voters for politicians. Like in the future, if I'm able to demonstrate my abilities to get a bunch of voters to cast the vote, to cast their vote for the right person, like that's that's a way that you can change things for the better. In a grassroots, non-corrupt, non-corporate, like an, an authentic way, a real authentic way to make changes. And go and talk to people, encourage them to vote, encourage them to get involved but don't be annoying about it. Like, I haven't talked or discussed politics uh, since 2020, at, at least, probably before then. And that's because of the political climate. I, I felt it wasn't... It didn't do any good to talk about it. I voted since 2008. I've been a voter since 2008. And 2020, I didn't even vote because I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't think it'd make a difference and it didn't. I was right. But this year, or the next two years, midterm elections here, um, well, you know for sure 2024 I'm gonna be voting. And yeah, I, I, I truly believe Jamie Dimon should be the next president of the United Absolutely. I don't know if that's going to happen. I hope it does. But I know I'm, I'm trying to get active here. I'm trying to get to know people. I'm trying to just familiarize myself with the community that's been forgotten, that's been discarded. They're not the best people, but there's a reason for it. White Fang. I was, I was White Fang. Ethan Hawke. You got a dog, it's a puppy. It goes through so, uh, half, half dog, half wolf, half wolf. It goes through so many trials in that poor half wolf's life. Poor White Fang's life. But he wasn't a mean dog to begin with. He was, he was taught to be mean. He was taught to fight. And he wasn't always a good dog 
after he was taught to fight, he had to be taught to be a good dog again. Like, a lot of these people have been forgotten about. There's no difference between you and I. They might have made some bad decisions in their life, as far as like out of desperation or under the influence or who knows. Maybe they, maybe they are just really bad people. But I think we should at least let them prove that they're bad people first instead of just writing them all off just because they're on the street, just because they have addictions or criminal records, can't get hired, don't want to work for an hourly wage just to paycheck to paycheck when someone can take it away from you anyways. When someone else's greed, when some corporation's greed and their stupid user agreement can take it all away from you anyways, you're on the street anyway. You're working hard, you're trying to avoid being on the street, doesn't matter. Some stupid corporation and their stupid stock price and their stupid chair of the board. They don't care about your life or your individuality. They want their stock price, they want their investors, hey. They want their house, they want their cars, their 401k. That approach is going to fail. It is failing, it has failed. And if, if I have to contribute to the exposure of that failure, of, of greed in companies and their stupid decisions, that's what I'm gonna spend my time doing. Whether I have a, a home, a house, roof over my head, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm going to do. So, Salt Lake, San Jose, I'm going to make a difference one way or the other. And people are going to hear about it. So help me. What can you do? Well, I appreciate you listening all the way to the end of this one. I know it gets kind of hectic on these episodes. Um, just for fun. If you don't have Cash App, it's a reliable way to receive and send money. If you want to test that out, if you want to test that theory out, I put my Cash App handle name on the last episode. It's Money Sign Skymaster5. Money Sign Skymaster5. That's Bling Vieira's Cash App. And I think the only reason why I'm doing this is because I had a dream about it. I had a premonition. The dream was like a movie trailer. In a world where corporate greed takes over and leaves the individual behind, only one man. And it was like the movie depended on, my survival depended on this whole like cash app thing and the audience participation. Really, I'm being serious. And I wish I would have remembered it better, but I woke up and I was all like sweaty and nervous and panicky, so the the dream was pretty fleeting. It, it doesn't, I couldn't really go over the details. I'm trying to catch my breath, you know? I'm trying not to feel like I'm dying from a heart attack. I think it's just kind of interesting, like two months ago in May, I was talking about the same thing. Like I talk about cycles too in the market and just life. And it's every 60 days it seems like there's it's panic attack time. So May was the last time and 
That was because of April. It's July now. Still having panic attacks because of April. Except I was pretty set on doing this by myself. I was pretty set on doing it alone and not asking for help. No Patreon page, no, nothing like that. Just good old fashioned commercials. And that's it. Commercials and unique listenership. That's how I was gonna get paid. But it's going a little bit slow with that. It's, it's, you have to get a lot of listeners really fast and be consistent with it. And it, I appreciate you guys because the, the listenership has been growing and it's been, it is being consistent. And that's, that's why I do this. It's because I know there's others listening. And I hope if you're going through tough times yourself and that's what has inspired you to listen, whether or not you experience the, th the same things and same experiences with eBay, the same robbery, the same lies and deceit and corruption um, that I've experienced with eBay. Like, I know people have lost larger amounts than mine, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that their experiences have been more negative just because of the, the, the dollar value has been higher. At the same time, it doesn't mean that they're not any worse either, because they could be a lot worse. So it's my hope that although my experiences might be worse or less than what you're going through, like, at least you know you're not alone in this, and at least you know, like, that there's still, like, hope, you know? There's still a way. And if you're doing great, if you're doing well, we're all happy for you. We're all proud of you. So congratulations and good job. And if you have too much, if you have extra, well, money sign Skymaster5. And Cash App is a reliable way to send and receive money. So that's all. That being said, thank you guys so much for listening. And really, you guys can make a difference individuals can make a difference and just voice your opinion if it, if something's not right speak out do something about it make a difference make sure it doesn't happen to others you know, others have to experience the same misery the same unfair treatment and if especially if no one can give you a reason for it if no one has an excuse a valid excuse other than, well, probably it's because of your last name, because you don't speak English, and probably because of your socioeconomic standing. I mean, if no one gives you a reason, what else? You're just left to your own speculation. But you're not alone. And you can make a difference, so speak up. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.